and welcome to Sticky from the Inside, the employee engagement podcast that looks at how to build stickier, competition-smashing, consistently successful organisations from the inside out. I'm your host, Andy Gorham, and I'm on a mission to help more businesses turn the lights on behind the eyes of their employees, light the fires within them, and create tons more success for everyone. This podcast is for all those who believe that's something worth going after and would like a little help and guidance in achieving that. Each episode, we dive into the topics that can help create what I call stickier businesses, the sort of businesses where people thrive and love to work and where more customers stay with you and recommend you to others because they love what you do and why you do it. So if you want to take the tricky out of being sticky, listen on. Okay, then. Imagine a place where every morning employees wake up excited to go to work, where their values resonate with the company's mission, and where leadership doesn't just direct, but inspires. That, my friends, is the hallmark of a sticky business, a workplace that doesn't just retain talent, but nurtures and celebrates it. But there's a catch. None of this happens by chance. It's the combination of leaders who possess a high degree of intentional human leadership skills and are deeply entwined with the mission of their business. When leaders are in sync with their mission, they create an environment where employees don't just work, they belong, they contribute, and they grow and everyone prospers, including the shareholders as a result. Now, in today's episode, we're going to unravel this concept with two, frankly, extraordinary guests from the Chintan Project, where Dr. Kumar and Amit Ramlal are a dynamic duo in understanding human behaviour and its impact on workplaces. Their expertise and experience in guiding businesses to really leverage human strengths for meaningful and impactful work is used passionately and consistently. They're huge advocates for helping people discover and realise their purpose at work, which means they are, of course, the perfect guests for this podcast. So together, they're here to shed light on the pivotal role that leadership has in making a business sticky. Now, how do leaders align themselves with their company mission? What happens when alignment's missing? And most importantly, how can leaders recalibrate to create a workplace that's not just productive, but also fulfilling and inspiring. Now, what makes this episode, for me at least, even more interesting is the relationship between Dr. Kumar and Amit. Amit had a form of autism, which still affects his speaking ability, but that doesn't stop him from sharing his amazing and deep knowledge of human behaviour. And Dr. Kumar plays a, a big role in that, as we're about to find out very shortly. So whether you're a CEO, a team leader, or someone passionate about creating positive workplace cultures, I reckon this episode's for you. So buckle up as we dive into the fascinating world of what it takes to lead a stickier business. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kumar and Amit. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Thank you very much for having us. So uh, for your guests, Andy, um, I speak on my own behalf with my own voice. <laughs> and you'll also hear my voice because Amit, uh, as a result of uh, his autism, his independent speech is still affected. And so he types on this letter card and uh, and I'll have him explain exactly how it works. But I'm reading what it is that 
he is saying uh, from that card. Brilliant. So, thank you very much, Andy, for having us on your show. I, I have to say, this is where my audio-only podcast does not do today's episode justice. Because uh, it, it, carry on, this is this is fantastic. Yeah. This is amazing. So, Andy, as you know, I had autism, mm. and it still affects my independent speech. I type on this card, and my dad reads what I am typing. I use this card, Andy, the same way that you use glasses to help you see. I use this card to help me speak. That's all. <laughs> Brilliant. And when my dad sounds half human, that's him when he speaks like a robot that is him reading what i am typing <laughs> brilliant i have to say the first time i saw your interaction I, I was absolutely fascinated and having seen the card i mean this must have taken hours and hours for you guys to connect and understand what what's going on here it's, it's it's unbelievable it's brilliant well we are grateful that we were introduced to the card in our society our world we judge people by what they say and it's great fun to have been taught eminently stupid <laughs> when I couldn't speak or express. Well, my friend, you are anything far from stupid, my goodness me, which we will get into as we go forward. It's an absolute delight to have you here today. For those of you that are, are, are listening and still haven't worked this out, I will put some stuff in the show notes. We'll show you the card that uh, that Amit types on, and if I if I get a chance to put a little bit of video in in the show notes just to show you how this how this works, it's absolutely fantastic. But enough of that because I'm really really interested <laughs> to get into today's discussion right about sticky leadership, and I'm incredibly grateful for you coming on the show today and totally tailoring what you want to do or you're going to talk about to the sticky manifesto which is which is absolutely wonderful before i get overexcited and we get into that discussion today guys do me a bit of a favor will you can you tell me a little bit about your background a little bit what you've been up to a bit more about the uh, the chintan project and what your focus is on today so andy first about your guests because none of us would be here if it weren't for them. Here's how this works. 
in short, so they get the value for their price of admission upfront. You said this was about what makes a sticky leader. And here's what a sticky leader is authentic. And we'll spend the rest of our time sharing about what that means and how we get there, or more accurately, how we demonstrate that we are there. In terms of the Chintan project, it got started because of me. And when I was a little autistic kid, I was hungry to understand purpose, to understand the reason that any of this exists, to understand why even I existed. And I came to the conclusion early on that this universe of ours is extremely efficient and that if anything exists, it had a purpose, a reason for being and further. If this little autistic kid had a purpose, then so too does everyone else. I mean, that's a pretty profound start to the show. Then, Andy, the rest followed naturally. I learned to leverage that certainty of purpose in life than in business. And what we do at Chintan Project is help leaders and leadership teams leverage that certainty of purpose and also the purpose of challenge so that they grow their impact and rewards. I mean, that's a great goal for everybody to have, isn't it? I mean, I think that's pretty much the purpose behind the podcast and what we try and do here uh, is summed up beautifully. I, I'm going to start with the broad question. Okay, the question you started to answer just a few seconds ago, when we think about the role of leadership in what I call um, a sticky business. And I'm really interested to hear from you that, I mean, let's let's put this out there as well. I mean, I mean, you're a polymath, right? You've read an incredible amount of books. I mean, I I think about fourteen thousand or more books that you've read. I work at it, Andy. I work at it because I wanted to understand how 
this universe of ours works. If you will, I felt I needed to. I now understand I'm called to. And in, in all of that reading and all of that learning, and we drill it down into today's episode where we're talking about leadership in a sticky business, what do you think are the core foundations that makes leadership in a sticky business the thing we should all be questing off for, out for? Well, you mentioned some of my studies, mm -hmm. and here's why I think that matters to the very question of stickiness and sticky leaders in business. There's a common notion that people are supposed to reflect the brand. You've heard that. Gazillions of dollars get invested to work at that. Okay. And your brand reflects your people. So not only does your people reflect your brand, but your brand reflects your people. Mm. And if leaders are authentic, which we argue is what it takes to be sticky, then they are what oftentimes defines the brand. Later, if we have time, we might talk about Jack Welch and Bezos from Amazon. But first, let me explain how we get to those rules from those books. Okay, cool. Yeah, please explain. Here's the logic. Leaders are humans. At least for now. <laughs> yeah, well, ne perhaps never a truer word was spoken. <laughs> and humans are part of nature. All of nature follows natural laws. The same laws that rule the atoms, the weather, and the motion of the planets and stars. Is that fair? Expand on that for me. So what, what do you see as these, these, these key principles that you're talking about, Amit? We'll get there. <laughs> but if we humans and human behavior follow these natural universal laws, mm -hmm. not human laws, natural laws, then I think it was well worth figuring out. 
if you want to know how we humans tick, how we humans relate, these laws also govern them. And one of those laws says that everything exists on purpose. Okay. Okay. And so if we take a leap from that from that, that position of everything exists has a reason for being, it has a has a purpose. And you've mentioned the word authenticity already. What is it particularly about authenticity with that link to purpose that is so important when it comes to leadership from your perspective, from everything you've learned? Well, we mentioned already that the brand reflects the people. Mm -hmm. And we'd argue that it's not just any of the people, but oftentimes the authentic leader. There is an important point around this authentic leader. Just like a waterfall, where water flows from top to bottom, power flows from top to bottom too. And sometimes it's easy to mistake power, real seat of power for title. That's true. Very true. So within our various structures, we might assume a CEO has the power, yet it might be the founder who might even be long dead. It might be the matriarch of a family. It might even be the secretary who controls what the CEO sees or who the CEO sees. We think of countries and think it might be the prime minister or president when sometimes it's the humble holster who tells them what policies might sell. Sometimes it's Kim Kardashian or Lionel Messi to whom we give power. Sometimes it's a religious leader. We'd argue sometimes it seems like a fad, but it's never a fad. It's who we follow, sometimes without even realizing it, we give away our power. All of that is to say that if 
you want to know what a company, a brand will reflect, seek first to know the real seat of power. As we have worked with so many companies in our consultation work, and even as we now acquire companies or help them in their process of merging, we have had increasing reason to understand and honor these real seats of power. Yeah, I mean the leaders obviously on occasions that by name only, not not by not by action, right? What what really gets said and done is a clear reflection of of what what a brand actually is and what it tends to be. And when we're thinking about sticky leadership then, what differentiates what I would think is a successful sticky leader, someone who creates a great team, creates a great environment um, in which people can bring the best of themselves every day. What what differentiates those individuals from from other leaders? Well, I think let's be careful about this concept of good or bad leadership. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, totally get that. As an example, Jack Welch from GE, I don't think was good or bad. He likely did subordinate to Milton Friedman's view of primacy of profit for a business. And guess what? He turned an industrial giant into a corporate financial giant. Yet, it is rumored, or at least written, that people might have suffered as a result. Yeah. At Amazon, Jeff Bezos was customer focused to say the least <laughs> it was all about the customer and stories abound about how undervalued the employees were yet eventually the employees banded together called unions to increase their leverage and took a corporate giant to its knees. And, and both these leaders have at times been held up to be absolute captains and the best examples and also been portrayed as the evil Machiavellian villains yeah. at, at the same time, right? If I might share how uh, a story from our own business in sure. terms of how uh, how this applies. So, uh, you know, 
there's Jack Welsh, there is Jeff Bezos, right? And and then there is one of our companies, which was a medical clinic. Mm-hmm. And and we have, for reasons that you might begin to understand by now, a relentless focus on the individual. We actually believe that individual is within whom lies that purpose. Yeah, okay. makes sense. Yeah. And so so we've got a clear bias. I, as the CEO of that organization, bled that into the company. And so it might on the surface have appeared that we were a company focused on its people. Okay. Yeah. So it might on the surface have appeared that we as a company focused on its people. And yet what it was is that we as a company were focused on the individual. And that showed up. We had rising stars within our company. We have rising stars within our company. And what we were missing was teamwork. And so one of the things about knowing yourself as the leader is to know what you value, where you place your value. And again, that's not good or bad, but to know what the consequence of that was. And I was a slow learner. It took us a while to realize that what we were building was individual superstars and not a team. Yeah. And since I didn't have that skill set, I brought in a manager and empowered her to say, your job is to make these guys be able to work together. As a team, yeah. To build a right? team, yeah, yeah. And so this apparently people-focused company had a blind spot around a very people-focused thing. Mm, almost a fundamental, you could say. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And so, uh, so uh, if you will, the company reflects that leaders' biases, those le- that leaders' values. And each of us as leaders have got that value structure, that structure of what it is that we think is most important. And subtle differences in those pieces of things that we value. So it isn't that you value your people. In what way do you value your people and how is that demonstrated? Yeah. How do you recognize that? That's right. So I tell that story. I mean, uh, it could be said that Amazon valued people. Those people were their customers. Yes, absolutely. And they valued their customers above profit, interestingly enough. Hmm. Amazon Prime was not a profit center as it started out. It was started out trying to value the individuals, the customers. At the same time that the unions were uh, were being branded together to address the company. So, so as we analyze these companies, as your listeners look to see what is reflected in my company, it's it's the depth to which they know themselves is going to be helpful to take those next steps. Yeah. We do need leaders who are focused on profit. And we do need within companies a focus on the people too. In fat times, we might emphasize employee benefits and in lean times we think we focus on survival yet it may be preferable 
to be aware of what your values mean and what that means for your focus and where are your blind spots where is it that you are likely to ignore it's fascinating because maybe right now we find ourselves in a bit of a perfect storm because coming out of covid and we still talk about we still talk about covid all these kind of years later but if i take the uk as an example and maybe it's the same in canada or wherever else but we've got many many businesses still focused on survival we've got a workforce who've come out of covid wanting a, a, a higher degree of flexibility and work life balance and other things and these two things are colliding at the moment to create a quite a, ten, a, a tension in the workplace and and i think this is a key a key challenge for business leaders in particular now and we're seeing this with come back to work you must work 5 days in office or you can work wherever you like you can do it's it's a mess as we try and battle with these with these two things i think it's fascinating that you talk about the, the the changing kind of rhythm of of running a business and where your focus might be and as a leader recognizing where your strengths are where your focus is where your own values lie and then how you link that to the business i just think listening to you say that it's it sort of gets to the heart of where a lot of businesses are finding problems right now um, they're torn between two places and then sometimes as a business because of that we turn to ranking people instead of ranking results sometimes businesses are forgetting what it is that they are seeking to accomplish when we map out what it is that we really want to accomplish and then use zero based thinking questioning fundamental or apparently fundamental assumptions we might find that our businesses and our lives get very differently arranged entirely so i think this is what nicely we we sort of trailed it in the intro today brings us nicely in line with the importance of mission like you just talked about if you're unclear about where you're going what a surprise if you don't get there <laughs> because you're zigzagging all over the place and i think the distinct difference between a longer term vision the ultimate kind of destination and perhaps a shorter term journey in the mission itself the, the next couple of years and and just talking about the environment we find ourselves in now you know what is that step what is that mission to get us closer to vision bearing in mind the current landscape that we're all working in so in your work and your readings the importance of of mission for sticky leadership can you elaborate on that i will in two parts there is a business teacher in north america called keith cunningham and he says that running a 
business is at least two different steps in one. You are running the business for what is today and what might be tomorrow. And not only businesses, but countries, sometimes as a consequence of democracy that we so much value, find themselves running for today. And we are, I would submit, mistaken when we think that survival demands that we focus only on today because change is the only constant. And so, as we navigate the waters, shall we say the stormy waters at times? It is still important that we know what it is that we are seeking to accomplish. And as leaders, who it is that we are. Because as we give space to getting to know what we truly value, not what we say we value, but what shows up in our lives as proof that we have valued that we can then recognize and mission by the way is reflected in what we value my relentless focus on leveraging purpose you might call a mission i might call it my own purpose and there is proof that i value that i i think that mission in my in my world is what becomes becomes that kind of tractor beam that sucks everybody in so if you've got a if if I listen to your learning and your advice and your wisdom today, we're thinking about leaders who are very very clear of their own individual uh, values, understand intrinsically where the business needs needs to go, understands the values of its people, and can align all these things and bring with it energy enthusiasm inspiration it can understand where it's strong it can understand where it's got blind spots and bring other people in to help make it go forward yeah. but the tractor beam the the magnet the magnetic piece in the middle can be this this vision and mission that will attract employees who are inspired by that or it matches their own values and therefore will give to the cause can keep a, a leader 
on track in the space of lots of distraction and and challenge by being very clear on the mission and yet without it without a, a clear vision without a, an understandable mission a relative relevant mission for today's world this is when we th- see things go awry this is where we see retention levels drop and employees fall away talent moves on leadership is less effective and, and moves on it's incredible when you really think about it something that people sometimes pay real lip service to in all that vision and mission stuff actually when we talk about the sort of conversation we're having today when we're thinking about what sticky leadership really is this is a fundamental to making really successful sticky businesses work and it is that leadership with that real intent and understanding that can make it happen you have eloquently expressed it andy because it is that certainty of mission that certainty of purpose that allows you to control the only three things that we humans have control over would it be of interest you think for your guests to know what those three things are yes you can't just say that and then leave it leave us with no answer it of course we want to know what those three things are so here are the three things and before you write them down understand that these three things intimately reflect your values you have control over your perceptions control over your decisions and control over your actions perceptions decisions actions and yours only notice you do not have control over anyone else's <laughs> yeah no matter how much you fool yourself to a kid a parent a spouse or an employee <laughs> you don't control their perceptions decisions or actions no but we but we influence so, right yeah yeah and so you do have the option of influencing others by showing them how they get more of what they value by following one path or the other that encompasses we think a big part of leadership it encompasses knowing your people what they value and helping them see how they get more of 
what they want by helping you or your company get more of what you want. Good grief. I mean, I, I really had no re expectations of where our conversation was going to go today. Based on our, our previous meeting, and I mean, we could have recorded that conversation, I think, as we joked at the time, right? Because we went all over the place and talked about so many amazing things. It's been fascinating to kind of listen to a much deeper, profound understanding of really where purpose fits in with leadership and the importance of something like mission, not just because it's the thing to aim at, but from where it comes from and the effect it has on other people. And I think understanding that who you are, what you believe, and where you're going as, as three things as a leader isn't too bad a place to start, but they're big questions to get into, right? They're really big questions. Yeah. I'm loath to kind of draw this conversation to a, to a close, but I mean, th those are, that's, that's the law. Um, <laughs> But I have human law, mind you, yeah. not natural law. <laughs> yes, we're back to the beginning again, Emmett. Very good point. I have this part in the show which I call sticky notes. It's, it's a lazy attempt on my behalf to summarize the show because I asked the guest to short share their three nuggets of wisdom that really sums up the topic of today's conversation. Now, we have talked about some very big concepts today, but if you were to leave the listeners with three practical pieces of advice, or even in your case, profound wisdom around the importance of leadership and the lessons you've talked about today, what three sticky notes would you leave behind? Sticky note one. <laughs> While you hope your people reflect your brand, do know that your brand reflects your people. The second is around the seat of real power. I've explained this sometimes as uh, power within an organization follows the same rules as a septic tank. The really big chunks always rise to the top. And, and so what happens is look to see where the real power sits in your organization, because that is what is determining the people, how they show up, and is what is determining, therefore, your brand. I, I love that. I, I tend to sometimes think about the shadow of a leader that we cast in that, mm -hmm. in that frame. But yeah, oh, brilliant. Fantastic. And number three? What does the leader's life demonstrate? they value it is only when we know that that we get a deep understanding of what's showing up what the leader is likely to be blind to and for our next podcast here's something else it opens up knowing what it is that you as a leader values helps you understand and leverage what i call the purpose of challenge
because, Andy, not only is each individual, each entity existing on purpose, but our challenges exist on purpose too. It has been a privilege to share this time with you. If your guests are interested in learning more about how they might stress test their own thinking so that they might lead more effectively, we would love to meet them at chintanproject.com or sign up for our newsletter there. Andy, thank you very much for this opportunity. I know we're we're pushing you past your human-imposed time limit, but thank you for having us here. <laughs> no, at all. I mean, honestly, the timing is there, so I don't talk for 20 hours. Um, it's just it's fa absolutely fascinating. I love the three sticky notes. As if my tiny little brain wasn't blown by some of the concepts today, and then trailing the next conversation as the purpose of challenge. I mean, I'm going to have to go and sit in a dark room after this, guys, and sort of just try and recover a wee bit. Listen, it's been my absolute pleasure to to, to meet you. You're both wonderful people. Uh, I thank you so much for sort of spending some time to talk to us today on a different level. I will put all of that information about where people can find you and where people can find out more in the show notes. So check out the show notes, everybody, because it's well worth uh, looking up these two guys. All I can say is thank you so much for coming on, and I wish you the very best with all the amazing things that I know you're up to right now. Thank you very thank much, you. Andy. Okay, you take care, guys. Sure. All the best. Thank you, Bye. Andy. Okay, everyone. Well, <laughs> that was Dr. Kumar and Amit Ramlau from the Chinchan Project. And if you'd like to find out a bit more about them or any of the things we've talked about today, please check out the show notes. So, that concludes today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it, found it interesting, and heard something maybe that will help you become a stickier, more successful business from the inside going forward. If you have, please like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps. I'm Andy Gorham, and you've been listening to the Sticky from the Inside podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening.